Welcome to the Bloody Stream Podcast. I'm Brian, and I'm joined by our very special guest friend, Devin. It's me. It's always been me. (laughs) Go back and listen to every episode. I was there. Every single one. Every single one. I probably was in another room. Well, yeah. (laughs) Physically, yes. Physically around somewhere. In the same set of walls. Mm -hmm. Um, How you doing? What's going on? I'm doing pretty well. Excellent. Just here watching an okay movie. Will absolutely. This episode is also, uh, Hori isn't here, not because of any uh, illness or anything like that, just because we're uh, definitely changing our recording schedule, and we totally didn't forget to (laughs) preempt that, and then when, well, we don't have anything for Monday, and we can't record anymore, (laughs) so I definitely didn't recruit Devin to save the streak in quotes, even though we've definitely taken off a bunch of weeks. I feel like that really is my place in most friend groups. This <laughs> person that you call when you're like, ooh, I forgot to have friends. Oh, shit. <laughs> Are you around? And I'm like, yeah, sure. But yeah, I am, actually. I'm not. Yeah, I know, we both, Devin and I both went, what are you doing this weekend? And we were like, nothing. Absolutely nothing. Nothing I am. I am so excited to do nothing. I love doing nothing. This is the closest to something we're doing, and even then, it's just fucking around. I'm reading an interesting book and Brian Ooh. watching movies. I don't know. Hell yeah, very good. As a depressed <laughs> millennial tends to do. <laughs> I wouldn't know anything about that. Not a clue. What are we talking about <laughs> today? We are discussing the HBO Productions television movie. Yeah, cast a deadly spell. Excellent. Um, before we get into it formally, do you have any mentions? Because it's been a while, um, technically, from the last episode we've done. Did y'all, I assume y'all already mentioned the autopsy of Jane Doe? I don't, that's the thing. I don't think we have yet. Okay. so I we, think we recorded earlier right. that weekend. Because okay. then, this, yeah. like, that was all, the It stuff, I think, was recorded all right. before Halloween. Yeah. Um, we watched a bunch of stuff on that, so exactly. we'll do some of those mentions. You said yeah. the autopsy of Dan- Jane Doe. Autopsy of Jane Doe, yeah. Which, you know, if you want to see just Brian Cox be great <laughs> at acting, that movie's great. It's not. It's nothing special. Yeah, it's fine. You know, it's just like a pretty bog standard horror movie with Brian Cox. So go watch. Exactly. It, I was gonna know? say it. It. I think it still stays in smiley face, but it definitely gets higher because of Brian Cox. I would maybe move it to Mr. Cool Guy. Mm -hmm. Like for anyone who is an actual horror fan and just wants another movie, you could do so much worse. I 100% agree. Also, the bell scene in the hallway. Actually quite good. That one, I think that might as well help me bump it up to a Mr. Cool. It's, you Um, know, there's a... There's a monster. They're, <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> they're in a room with it. They're doing an autopsy. What else do you need? Exactly. Some cool, some cool eerie stuff. Um, we also watched a fair amount of Guillermo del Toro's Cabinet of Curiosities, mm. which is a full anthology show. The episodes are like roughly an hour. Right. Um, so that's why we're kind of just keeping it as a general thing in terms totally. of that. Um, I liked all the ones we watched. Mm. Um, I don't think I watched any. I don't think I was there for any of that. 
Oh, sh- were you not there for um, Pikmin's model with I the accent? I got there halfway through. Oh, okay. And was like, I don't need to figure out what's going on for with true. these bad accents. That's so I'm just completely... going to dick around on my phone until we change. That was that was Ghost Skull Alien accent for Crispin Glover <laughs> constantly going, my wake, with just like complete, oh un, un, like reckless abandon. I loved Incredible. that. So it was, it was horrible. Truly amazing. Um, but they're pretty, I would check them out. I think there's something for everybody in there, but yeah. we haven't watched all of them, so we don't want to give a full review. Totally. Um, you watch anything else? We watched a bunch of Are You Afraid of the Dark? Yes. We mostly watched <laughs> kid stuff because we were all hungover. We mostly watched children's things. Damn it. Um, great it's, Halloween. Great Halloween. Yeah. If you've never been hungover and watched a bunch of Are You Afraid of the Dark, I highly recommend it. You're missing out. Yeah. It's, you know, if you're a fan of the horror, it's a good horror. time. <laughs> horror. Yeah, absolutely. Yes, it's, it's, yeah, it's good. Although they spent an entire episode not saying the phrase, are you afraid of the dark? And I wanted to cry. Yes. Every time. They did make a monster game show, though, so it's pretty good. Oh, my God. Or yeah. was that Goose? I don't know. I can't remember. We watched, we also watched Goosebumps, so I don't, we fucked everything up. Our I guess lives that was Goosebumps, right? I don't remember. Are you afraid of the dark is always them telling a story. Yeah. Around a campfire. But they could have a story about it. No, but monster game. Yeah. <laughs> the, True, they could. Marcy is going to absolute town oh on the back God. of my chair right now. <laughs> She's she like, is busy. Hello. <laughs> um, All right, but yes, um, yeah, that's pretty much it for mentions. We'll probably have more eventually. We don't know. Um, we'll never watch another horror movie. Never again. Watch another movie again. Never additional movie again. We'll just always have this. Um, but we are talking about cast a deadly spell, like you said, an HBO films production, something like that. Yeah, yeah. so made for. HBO. HBO. That's right? so weird because it's technically technic- a TV movie, but not quite a TV movie. Correct. Because when you like, you pointed that out during the movie, and I was yeah. like, "What the fuck?" That's like, the thing. I, was, you, I it doesn't feel I was like, like it. this. I just wanted to look it up and like, you know, read a little bit about it or what was going yeah. on with it. And it was like TV movie, and I was like, "Oh, okay. That I guess that makes sense." It's <laughs> the bits of it that. I guess I would say it feels like a TV movie, except for like when someone gets horrendously and bloodily <laughs> ripped to pieces. There's like a couple of extremely gruesome deaths and some like, you know, more sex than would be allowed in a yes. TV movie. But it's just like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, this, this feels like a TV movie. Oh, that person. Wait a minute. Yeah. Getting shredded by a demon. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. Um, so let's go over a couple of the, the usual things, um, which I'll try to do, even though I never do it normally, and Jorge always takes care of me in that sense. <laughs> okay. uh, the warnings. We'll do warnings first. Uh, I would definitely say transphobia. Yes. Um, like, you know, implied sex with a 16-year-old and a lot of flirting yep. with a 16-year-old <laughs> <Yeah>. girl. <laughs> oh, uh, no. Uh, racism as well. Yeah, definitely. There's yeah, some really pretty rough stuff. Brutal there. racism. Yeah. But all all like that classic 90s, just like we don't, we're just going to do this and we don't understand why we shouldn't. Yeah. None of it's like, oh my God, we hate this. It's just like, la la la, let's go through. Here's a transphobic joke. Like, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, that's just what it was. Yeah. And then move right along. Which is not a, I'm not an endorsement. No, of course not. You're not going to be like, oh my God, I'm disgusted. How could, 
Correct. Like, this is hurting my soul. It's more just like, guys, stop. You'll probably be more shocked at how casual it is. Yeah. So avoid if you, you know, you're you're completely right to avoid. Yeah, exactly. If that is enough for you to go, please. No problem. No, exactly. That's yeah, perfectly fine. Exactly. Um, I don't think there's anything else in terms of warnings barring that content. Stuff. Some some bloodiness, just you know. Yes, true. Bar, exactly. bar type stuff. Um, and then for the vibe, it's just 1940. <laughs> it's set in 1948. It's closer to Dick Tracy than it is to something like Chinatown. Totally. But it has kind of both of those. Um, it's mostly. Vibes. It's yeah. definitely leaning yeah, yeah. towards the Dick Tracy. Although it should lean more into that and. It, Tries to go more yes. serious when it shouldn't, and it's like, stop it. No, this this movie is uh, pretty lost, <laughs> lost in the weeds. <laughs> That's you know, what, this is part of. The, I like that this is part of the vibe. We're like, what's the vibe? Muddled, yeah, confused. I don't know. Just, um, just a series of words <laughs> said by people on a screen. <laughs> it's um, for a little bit of backstory on this. It is directed by Martin Campbell, who you pointed out was the director of GoldenEye, yes? Literally the director of GoldenEye. Also directed the two Zorro live-action movies? Yes. Or the Antonio Banderas ones? Yeah. Um, he did Casino Royale as well, the first Daniel Craig one, Weird. which is insanely good. Yeah. And then also made Green Lantern with Oof. Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> Oof, duh. It's it, like, I'm looking at the filmography, and I can't tell which parts are the fluke. You know what I mean? Like, I can't tell if they just like, oh, man, that was a bummer. Or if it's like, how did you scrape by with these other ones? But I feel like all of those movies and and this one, you can put them all together in a box and be like, yes, these are the same movie. Like Every single one of these is the exact same movie. They have the exact same vibe. It's just some of them you did a good job and some of them you did a bad job. Right. It's like going to Taco Bell and getting the really fresh, nice chalupa, Ice. and then getting the like crusty old chalupa. Sometimes it's a rough day. Yeah, yeah like they're some- like <laughs> people are switching over. The meat has been sitting in that fucking bin for hours and hours, and it's gross. Other times, it's crispy and amazing. Yeah, so, just you know, depends on when you get there. When you get there. Oh yeah. my god. Big shouts out Martin Campbell for when oh, you, you, when you get shots there. shouts out Taco Bell. <laughs> I mean, always. Why, is, why would we ever not say big shouts? That's true. Um, yeah. Sponsor us. Uh, what would you give this movie? I'm actually, I'm sorry if I just crunched ice into the microphone. It's perfectly fine. <laughs> this, this is a secret ASMR here, podcast yeah. at the same tickle, time. Tickle, tickle. <laughs> I you just did it. You physically <laughs> could not be able to uh, do this episode without having scotch. <laughs> <laughs> in a glass is it doors by the way i wish it was doors. oh God. fuck that would have been a, so good there's a giant doors <laughs> sign, sign for no reason <laughs> he drinks bourbon though so which is even My funnier than yeah it's ridiculous bourbon, but there's a giant. you know i i really it's like bottom smiley face to maybe nauseous face honestly yeah the more i think about it the more I just want to give it a nauseous face. Okay. Because, like, I really like that a movie like this was made. But I would not say to anyone, you should watch this. Yeah. I think we were we were talking about it, and uh, I'm, I'm in the same camp as you. This feels like something that should get remade. 
by someone to give it another shot because the premise isn't necessary. Like it definitely has some gas to it. Like yeah, it's fun. You could do something with this, but the way they do it is a swing and a miss sort of thing. It's it's weird because it's like whenever you watch a Disney made for TV horror movie, you're like, man, what if we could have a fun movie like this? but also a little bit more adult. Like what if we could yeah. like, push, like pump this up? It's like, Oh, they did it. It was bad. Never mind. <laughs> it's, it's the, the that's why, like, that's why. Yeah. It's like with the Aladdin and Lion King live remakes too. It's just like, Oh, I was wrong. This I, is why no yeah, one wanted this. You're this right. was bad. That's on us for thinking for pushing the idea through. Fuck that. Um, yeah, I would lean towards, yeah, I guess smiley towards nauseous, maybe depending on how we talk about it. It might go down because there's fun like bits. That's the first, that's the thing. It's like there's some good stuff in there, but I don't know if it beats the sum of its part. Like, yeah, and also if it, you know, if we didn't have all of the racism and the transphobia, real distract, real detractors the, from it, yeah, the 16 year old who everyone's trying to bang. <laughs> Actually, not everyone's trying she's to bang. Her. Trying she's trying to bang. To bang. She's all horned up, and they're just. And they're all into of, it. You, they're the all problem. like, well, I'm not saying no they're to like, this. They're yeah. like, yes. Like, sure, great. This is fun. And you're like, cool it, dude. Like, Calm down. Stop. There's no way this is the correct. Like, it's fucked up. Um, but yeah. So with that, I think we can just dive straight. Oh, dive. do you need to see, do you need to watch the film before listening to this episode? No. No. You can do whatever you want. You can not watch it. You can, it's not. It's. You crazy could, spoilers and it's fine like like you could read the description on underneath it in the movie and you'd be like yeah i got it <laughs> you got it yeah yep. you pretty much got i know what's going to happen thing. in this whole movie <laughs> absolutely all right um so let's get into that dingy disgusting little room on our stupid little mattress to open the spoiler configuration i didn't do the sensual thumb circle but i don't care because I, I don't think this movie deserves a sensual thumb circle to be no. honest Stayed and boring (laughs) circle. (laughs) A perfectly normal finger circle. Not even thumb anymore. Just like whatever. Pushing way too hard, but (laughs) also really slow. (laughs) Feels bad. You can hear all the gears grind. You're like, ugh, (laughs) this is. I'm doing irreparable damage to this configuration. (laughs) Um, So, yes. So, the basic um, plot line of this is we get our hard boiled detective. H.P. Uh, Lovecraft. <laughs> his name well, is, full, his name is just, just Harry P. Lovecraft. Harry. They were like, and <laughs> I do I love that he is introduced to us by another cop calling him Schlubcraft, <laughs> which is great. It's an excellent name uh, and should be applied to the real H.P. Lovecraft. So he is a private detective in the little biggish town of Asbury. A, su- a suburb or like part of Los Angeles. Like yeah. it's near Los Angeles. A Los Angeles proxy. A, thank you. That's exactly yeah. what it was. Um, um, but it's they- 1948 and magic is real and everyone knows it's real and it's just part of the they 1948 start, world. They start with Los Angeles 1948. Everybody does magic. Everyone knows what magic is. <laughs> clearly magic, not explained in yes. any way, but clearly magic has entered into this world in the past like 40-ish years. Which, to be honest... I'm actually very happy about. It's a I cool shtick. I think there's a lot of uh, gimmicks. I remember Bright, which was a Netflix original yes. with Will Smith, yes. with had like the or- all the fantasy stuff. Totally. And it tried really hard yeah. to uh, inject like a 
backstory for it. And right. it was immediately like, why would this be here? Why would that be here? Why yeah, would that why be would here? We what do would any the, of these? This things. wouldn't mean anything else. Yeah, why would you do make this? Any sense. Why would you do that? This is just like, yeah, like maybe in between World War One and Two, everyone like magic showed magic. up, yeah. and it's like cool, great. Which is a, yeah, um, again, yeah, a great conceit. Yeah, just doing it shorthand. It's like recent to your thing. Fine, because then you don't have to worry about any implications of anything else to society. You get to do them all in your movie. Totally. Which and is what they do. It's also fun because, like, magic gets adopted into the culture kind of more like it might in the real world, where everyone just kind of does it and doesn't care. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, There's no, like, larger quest. They're just like, sure. Yeah. I'm it's like in. This is great. I can light my cigarettes <laughs> using my hand instead of a lighter. The, the, the Zoop. Awesome. I loved that. When the cop just produces the flame and is like, I'm like, fuck. Be, it was dope. And his response is just because Lovecraft does not do magic yes, at Lovecraft. all. He thinks that not doing magic is a good thing and makes him tough. And it's like not explained why he thinks that. <laughs> he has a whole rant on it. But nothing inside of the universe exactly. would suggest that he's like on the money with this. Or it doesn't like yeah. pay off in the story. Exactly. It um, it feels like he's saying, Oh, you had to give something up or like sell your soul yeah. in order to get these magical powers. There is no implication nothing. whatsoever throughout the entire movie that anyone did that. Good guys, bad guys, everybody uses magic. Black and magic, there's white magic. Exactly. Like there's no totally. indication that you had to do anything additional yeah. to yourself to get magic. It's just simply there. He just doesn't do it. <laughs> Fucking hate. Oh, damn it. All right. It's fine. Yeah. It's fine. Um, also, he is played by H.P. Uh, Lovecraft, is played by Fred Ward, a.k.a. Fredward, and that's how we will be referring to him uh, as it goes on. He's been in a bunch of stuff. He passed away this year, yeah, so and rest in peace. You'd probably recognize him. He's like just in the background or as a side character in a billion things. Exactly. Um, for horror people, he was in Tremors and Tremors 2, right. um, just for fun, if you want to look for him and go, oh, hey. His picture on Wikipedia <laughs> is a picture of him playing rock, paper, scissors in Tremors. Incredible. And it specifies that on the quote of oh the picture. God. It says Ridiculous. Play. <laughs> Ridiculous. <laughs> Fucking love Wikipedia sometimes. Um, yeah, it's got Fredward. It has um, Clancy Brown. Yeah. Who millennials will know as Mr. Krabs, of course. Mr. Krabs. <laughs> also been in a million different things. Very yeah. recognizable. Yeah. Um, face sort of thing. You were pointing out that he would have been insanely popular in the for in yes. the actual he, 40s he fits into the 40s so good and as he aged he just would have fit in better yeah. like there's a reason that every movie that he's in in live action is like set in 1940 <laughs> to 1970 because he just looks perfect exactly in that every era. single movie um he was the main guard in shawshank redemption shawshank yeah also another 40s Another, exactly, that's, that's what I'm saying. I know it just that's what made me realize it was like, where do I know him from? The oh yeah, yep. and he looks Absolutely. exactly right. He was in he was in the HBO show Carnival, which is the 30s, but Jesus point Christ. still stands exactly. <laughs> um, it's just very. The more I'm thinking about it, the funnier it's getting. Um, anyway, it's got Clancy Brown as well, and it also has uh, Julianne Moore. Julianne Moore looking beautiful. Do you want to? Yeah. Just being Julianne Moore being, in the early being 90s. Being the femme fatale of this 1940s uh, detective story uh, and everyone wishing, man, I wish this movie was better and had more of you. Exactly. That's also the thing we were talking about was like, 
when the people who are really good at their jobs, most notably Clancy Brown and uh, Julianne Moore, I think I think Fred Ward, Fred did Ward, a great job, does a good job. Um, yeah. He's he, the only reason I'm not including that is because he's kind of stuck in like he's kind of attached to the whole vibe of the movie. Yeah. So he does what he can with what he has, but he has to be in so many scenes that are all of differing like tone and style and that he, it's like uh, like i can't the, the simplicity of just like 40s detective right yes exactly he doesn't have a lot of meat or it doesn't have as much additional meat on the bone for the thing like yeah. it's the this is the 90s revival of 40s stuff exactly where we're running real low on gas with yeah. a lot of like new directions and they don't take any new directions yeah. this is with this him. is when like, a big band played the super bowl oh Oh my God, are you serious? Yeah. I don't remember what the name of the band is. <laughs> there was one year where just like a big band revival group just the did, Super Bowl did the Super Bowl halftime show. And it was dope. <laughs> oh, no, of course, but just that's so funny. I'm sure anyone who likes big band revival at all knows the name of the band. I don't It's literally jumping up and down, yeah. banging their fist on the table going, fucking it's so-and-so in the hubba dubba dubbas. And you're like, great, awesome. I like, subscribe, and leave it in the comments. <laughs> If there are comments on this, there, I don't think there are. I don't actually know. <laughs> leave a review. Leave a five. Please leave a five star review. Five we appreciate star review. that because they don't actually. This is a real thing. They don't give a shit about any other review. Mm. If you think it is good, you have you have to rate it five stars for yeah. them to notice. If you rate it four stars, they'll go, oh, "Cool, it's a dead podcast. We don't give a shit anymore." <laughs> Brutal. It's true. It's right. really annoying. I hate it though. Um, but yes, so. We have Fredward. We, oh, have we also have David Warner. David Warner. That is yeah. the fucking name. Um, do you have a specific thing? Again, a guy who has been in a bunch of different stuff. Very, Very British things. all the time. Uh, I'm going to show my roots here. Season six episode of uh, Star Trek The Next Generation. Oh, no. Chain of Command parts one and two. Perhaps the best <laughs> Star Trek episodes uh, of the series. <laughs> He's a Cardassian torturer. It's a tight. Is this the four lights thing? The four lights. Oh, okay. Honestly, <laughs> don't say it like that. Honestly, horror fans, <laughs> there are a few horror episodes of Star Trek, but that might be the most like horror y. Damn. Okay. Just in just in the yeah, fact yeah. that it's just a dude torturing another dude. Oof. It's quite Chain brutal. of Command? Chain of Command. Chain parts of Command. One and two. Okay. On, two being the one with more of David Warner. I see. On TNG. On TNG. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Perfect. Um, he was also in In the Mouth of Madness. He was in Titanic, apparently, but that makes sense because he was just a 90s guy. Yeah. Uh, I yeah, know anyways. him yeah. I know him very specifically from, uh, and I'm going down just to make sure he has so many credits. Like, he's been in stuff forever. Um, I know him very specifically from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2. Incredible. The Secret of the Ooze. Absolutely. Uh, he is the professor who makes the ooze. <laughs> <laughs> go to jail for this i feel like um professor of ooze. Yes. definitely not the professor of ooze but he was the professor of ooze he was also <laughs> apparently uh rachel ghoul in batman the animated series so fucking oh yes check him was. out there yeah yes he's great in that he's he's a lot of animated voices. he's great he's great everywhere pretty much <laughs> you again you'll recognize him or his voice you'll go oh yeah. that guy i love that guy exactly and then, you know He'll go off screen and, and you'll forget his name. You'll go, you'll go, oh, British guy. And then you'll right, forget British, which British guy you're talking good about. British man. Fuck. 
Yes, David Warner. He's very good. I think he also shows up in like Twin Peaks or something. Probably. But um, it's everybody did in the fucking 90s. Uh, he plays Hack, Hack Shaw. Hack Shaw, I think. He's Dad. the billionaire. He's like the well, millionaire probably for the 40s. Yeah. Um, he's like the very rich guy who hires Fredward to get a book back. Yeah. That was stolen. Which yeah. happens to be the Necronomicon. It happens to be the Necronomicon. That's so. We'll just do <laughs> yeah. the the story Basic of story, the movie yeah. quite quickly. Hardboiled detective gets hired by this billionaire, millionaire, whatever David Warner to find this book, uh, which has been stolen by his limo driver, mm. who is impugning on the honor of his sixteen year old daughter. Important later. She's very she hunts unicorns, a eh, and is quite horny, but is a virgin because she can hunt unicorns. Uh, we follow the detective <laughs> through it. We go to his ex partner, who's Clancy Brown, who's you know now a rich evil club, club owner, owner, yeah, and his ex flame Julianne Moore, who's you know redhead and hot. She's the she is exactly if you hear the words femme fatale, it's yeah. exactly it. She sings She's in a jazz lounge <laughs> and then inexplicably wants to bang this meat-headed meat man <laughs> that is our main character. <laughs> uh, Sorry when you said that, I went which one? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> She's just <laughs> switching between meaty men. <laughs> meaty meaty men slapping meat. Anyway, um, plot <laughs> happens. Yeah, we just learn random. We in, learn information about uh, Larry Willis, who was the chauffeur. Yeah. Um, what they're trying to do, and this back and forth of trying to get to the book, and who has the book, and that sort of thing. But not really. It's like nope. we know exactly who has the we book has as the, the audience, <laughs> and the main character also is like, it's definitely Harry. There's no other There's option. No question There's that no it's not Harry. Way that yeah. I just have to like go through the motions of this investigation. <laughs> to <laughs> confirm that it's Harry. He's just trying to bilk fucking Hackshaw for um, as much money as possible. There's I wish. a little dude who's Harry's uh, Tugwell. Tugwell. Yeah, what's, what's Unfortunately, the word for him? Toady. He's a toady, yeah. <laughs> who, you know, murders people with demons a couple times. <laughs> who kills one guy in a bathroom with a bunch of paper. Yeah. Literally death by a thousand cuts, but they're yes. all paper cuts. Yeah. Uh, paper cuts a dude to death in a tornado. And of... then summons a demon from a bowl of chili. <laughs> I don't he... think they tell you, but like, it's like they're in a uh, diner. They're and... in a diner and he gets someone else to give Harry a... Runes. Are the main like character and the bad guy both named Harry? Oh. Ye- oh, no. Are they? Harry Borden, I Harry believe, Borden. is that, and I think he's. Isn't it Harry Lovecraft, or is he? Henry? It's definitely H, obviously. It's H something. But Jesus fucking I feel like Christ. they never call him his first name. Maybe. I think somebody calls him Phil at one point, which is yeah, his, but his middle, middle name. name. Yeah, and then he's mostly just called Lovecraft. God damn. We should just leave it at Lovecraft. Anyway, Lovecraft. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Tugwell casts <laughs> runes at uh, Lovecraft, which involves like scribbling a line that says like "fizzerbalplerbal." <laughs> Onto a piece Yo, of paper. Yosemite Sam dialogue. <laughs> it literally just looks like he wrote down like Forple Dorple. It looks like nothing. And then <laughs> by looking at it, it eventually summons a demon from a pot of chili, which is like a yeah. dog skeleton for some yes. reason. Which- <laughs> and God, it it attacks the owner of the restaurant who had given Harry or Lovecraft the runes and just 
blood parties on his face. <laughs> it just so quick. It's like <laughs> and just blood flying <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> like, yeah. They spent then Lovecraft much. kicks it into a, a walk-in Walk fridge. Freezer, yeah. And then is like, well, okay. And that's that. Like- that's done. And then the guy gets up in the frame, just his entire face <laughs> dripping with blood, like skull out, horribly maimed. And Lovecraft and the line cook look back at him like, oh boy. Yeah, it's not even like, it's played neither. I think it was closer to be playing as a joke yeah. than it is a jump scare. But it's really played like neither. It's just sort of frankly done. He goes, and then he just falls over again. And yeah. there's like no pithy line or no. like. There's just no like a weird beat where they look th- yeah. at each other like, jeez. Huh. That's Asbury. fucked. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, ugh, that sucks. Um, Yeah. It's weird. And then to kind of scoot to the end because there's a lot of. Just I love middle. I love noir and I love actual detective things because they give you information piecemeal that exactly. you think about. And if you're clever enough with the little hints they give you at the beginning, you can be like, oh, wait, oh my God, they're going here. And then you can rewatch and see and go, where it Holy was and shit. Go, wow. I can't. That's why he left the room or exactly. that's why this happened. Um, this is this not- does not do that at all. It's you, you know, all the players the whole time and there's no need to worry about anything yeah um so we get through a bunch of information to reveal that hackshaw is the bad guy he wants they're working with oh, fuck no it's not even so, Hackshaw wants to summon the old ones with yeah, the necronomicon the millionaire guy wants to use his necronomicon for a planetary alignment that takes place once every 666 years excellent to allow, you know, Yogg-Sothoth and Cthulhu and the whole gang to enter the world. Literally the whole gang. Destroy everything and he'll become a god, maybe? Yeah. And Harry is helping him out inexplicably. Um, well, Harry's just been hired to get the book back. Right. He doesn't know. He just thinks that he wants... He says he needs a conference to whatever. Right. So he's just unwittingly helping this. No, no, no. Oh, yeah. Oh, sorry. Harry Borden. So yeah. sorry. God, I fucked up with the Lovecraft yeah. thing again. Yes. Harry's totally... Bad Harry. Bad Clancy Brown. Clancy is... Brown. <laughs> That's what happens, folks, when you have a bunch of characters that are all so Both close. Both named H. It's bad. Um, yes. But Harry Borden is helping him out. Or is he... Honestly, Or was I'm he trying sure. to extort... Maybe? The book... They definitely have a deal, but yes. it's, it's like they have this deal and then you go, why did it get stolen in the first place then? Yeah. Because you, the Harry hired the person who stole the book from the guy he's working with. Yeah. <laughs> he just, they just skate over it. Oh no. Yeah. I think there might be an explanation, but it's like a line at the very end of the movie. Yeah. The only thing I know for sure is that Mickey, the guy who is hired to uh, to do the stealing, yeah. Uh, Larry Willis, a.k.a. Lily, which is their actual name, but they dead named the shit out of Lily sure. the whole time. Yeah. Lily and Mickey are the two people who are tasked with stealing it actually. Yes. And they try to get out. They also try to double cross. By doing a fake book to Harry Borden. Yes. And trying to leave. Yeah. But Tugwell, on orders from Harry, 
kills Mickey before right. they can get to Lily. Yep. And get the actual book back. None of which explains why the stealing Precisely. happened in the first place. <laughs> That's yeah. why it's so confusing. If, if you're confused, it's because we're confused. Yes. It's <laughs> but anyway. And we're confused because the movie's confused. Yes. The millionaire wants to summon the old gods and yes. become a god himself. Harry, the like sleazy club owner, bad guy, wants to become king of what's left of Earth. Yes. Which I love David Warner's description of what's like. He's like yeah. a blackened planet that will be nothing but ash, but he will be the most important person on it. And I'm like, yeah, that sucks, dude. <laughs> dude, this was definitely a bad That's deal for horrible. you. Harry. I don't know why you want yeah, this. Why would you ever want this? Um, and to do this, they need the Necronomicon and to sacrifice a virgin, which is why David Warner has been, uh, or the millionaire has been raising his daughter as a shut in virgin yeah. for her entire life. Cooped up and is immediately like get away anybody who's yes. ever whatever yeah yeah which is weird and then we get to the end oh my god okay so we get to the end and oh my god so julianne moore's character has been i i know right i'm just i'm immediately coming back to things and i'm like i can't believe this is also in the film mm-hmm. um julianne moore's character is doing the femme fatale thing and double crossing yeah, lovecraft exactly double crosses lovecraft so, like, kills her boyfriend. Kills Harry Borden. Yeah, kills Harry. After she like, double-crosses Lovecraft now, by saying, like, here's where the book is, blah, 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 Yeah, blah, blah. and like, now I'll be the queen of the world instead of him being the king of the world. Like, okay, yeah. cool. And then it works. They win. <laughs> Lovecraft's gun is taken away. <laughs> he, is, he is, like, handcuffed Stop or locked it. up or whatever. There's a big zombie, you know, well, holding onto a, him. There's the whole part. She's doing her whole... It, it's literally like David Warner's character is tired of the noir stuff and wants yeah. to get to the things. She has the gun, and I don't know if she's, like, threatening to renegotiate or, like, something or whatever, but he just has the zombie break her hand... Crushes her literally hand into, into powder. Powdery like, bones. Horrible. Yeah. And then just, like, hold... So they're both just stuck there now. He's like, great, cool. Can we move on with the old ones now? And we're yeah. like, yes, move on. Like, go. There's nothing... Go for it. <laughs> That's the where we both got to the point of like, these this side plot didn't do anything. Like, it truly did nothing. A lot of noir side plot slash full plot. Exactly. That's well. That's full the thing. Plot did nothing. So a lot of the time, I think this and this is also for like bad noir. Um, noir will a lot of the times have your initial thing turn into something else. Like the right. the case you solve at the end is not the case you started with because Absolutely. of the way things yes. like you uncover a yeah. conspiracy. Blah blah blah. Yeah. The person who wants the thing back is always a bad guy. The, but this wasn't that in the it sense it was that <laughs> I guess more so that it didn't reveal the conspiracy. Like, no, that's yes. the part of it is of that course. like he didn't like uncover the darkness under it. He just did solve who stole it. Yeah. And is, then he went, cool. Here's my plan. Like that's it's, <laughs> it's a child's drawing of a noir movie. <laughs> confused and poorly rendered absolutely lost. A, t- so, a writer remembered a fucking noir film they watched when they were a child yeah and that's how this came about and so david warner has the zombie holding on to the main characters yes. he does the inv- eldritch invocation which is just him yelling like words him it's pretty dope him bringing up a bunch of like actual thing like i yeah. love he was like he who must not be named and yeah. the black goat of the woods with its thousand young and i was like these yeah. are cool like this exactly. is good like i appreciate this um a yog sathoth or something some kind of big 
gooey, gooey. monster. Uh, Moist pops, monster. Pops out of the ground as an animated gargoyle, which has featured earlier oh, in the movie, god. just dances around. <laughs> Everyone yes. else is standing there like, oh my god, we're going, we're watching the end of the world. And this gargoyle is like, he's, he's literally like <laughs> yeah. pacing and dancing just so hype out of his mind. Like, he can't stand still is the best part. It's he's like walking across this rooftop over and over again. High like, school mascot. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Like, yeah, well, I'm trying high to hype mascot the crowd. Style. Just everybody <laughs> top of the bleachers, just like trying to go, like, let's yeah. go, let's go. Um, <laughs> this big gooey monster comes out, and David Warner drags out his unconscious sixteen-year-old daughter, and is like, "Eat her," and thus Here's our your pact sacrifice, can yeah. be, you know, fulfilled, and you can reign, and blah blah blah. Come blah, on blah. in. The monster grabs her, takes one taste, goes, <laughs> and then eats <laughs> David Warner. <laughs> In a good little effect, too. Nice little, like, nice little like dragonfly mouth, down, yeah, slurpy, like... grumpy, just <laughs> nasty. Uh, and then, <laughs> oh no, she wakes up. Oh no, <laughs> and she's like, "What happened? My dad tried to murder me. Oh gosh. Oh, also, Detective Grimaldi is in the back of the car." <laughs> The uh, the detective who throughout the movie has been tailing Lovecraft and who Lovecraft set to uh, to watch out for her. Oh no! And and fucking please. Lovecraft just starts laughing because he's like, "Oh my he god, already... Grimaldi, you just saved the world by banging a sixteen-year-old oh. girl." Which, folks, this is the other part of that. This is another one of those things you think about, like, in context later. I remember I saw the film. This is a total tangent, but it, it does it does kind of loop back. There's that movie Yesterday mm. where the everyone forgets the Beatles except the one guy and he recreates mm. all their music. He, in that, keeps the line uh, for I want to... I want to hold your hand? Um, or... Anyway, the she was just 17. You know what I mean. Right. And it's like, that line is fine, if not, hmm... Right. In general, but it's better coming from a 20-year-old Paul McCartney in right. the 60s yeah. than it is a 30-year-old man yeah. now. Yeah. Like, similar thing here. If Grimaldi was like a young beat cop who was 20, it would be... It's never good. Sure. Let me just say that. It's never good. Yeah. I'm just saying they do not give you any clearance on this where you can go, oh, I can see how that would happen because well, also- they're like young love or whatever. Grimaldi's like in his thirties. He's like thirty-five with or forty wife. with a wife. No, and <laughs> so he cheats on his wife. With this. Oh my god! Really, oh. I would say it would be I would be much more forgiving of it if this movie was actually made in the forties. Because then yes! I would just be like, 100%. Oh, yeah, like you guys were wrong." That was the culture. Then. That was just what it was. Yeah. This this is another gross instance of people in the forties sexualizing sixteen-year-olds. Yes. No surprises. This is nineteen ninety-three. Yeah, you guys. You knew, right? You had to know. You knew. Somebody knew. You knew. It's weird for this fucking 16-year-old girl to be trying to fuck every single person that she meets, all of whom are at least 40. Again, we were even talking about it. If you want to be weird still, fine. You can make her 19. You can make her 19 and you shut it. Anything. And it's fine it's just it'll bad. be like ugh, but yeah. like whatever it's at that point it's not yikes <laughs> i did i really enjoyed looking on 
no, no. Looking on the Wikipedia page, they have and Grimaldi and her like had sex, and it's a link, and it just links to statutory rape. <gasps> They got it. Well done, Wikipedia. You can see where our sources are also here throughout this episode. That's so fucking funny. It's fantastic. Unbelievable. Yeah. And that's for true. But you know what? It saves the world. Oh, and, and just so you know the, the very unfortunate racism that was being talked about because we talked about everything else. Yeah. There's zombies. All the zombies are black and are being used as manual laborers to create housing developments. Yeah. So, yikes. It's just, oh my God. Like, it's just like, unbelievable. yeah, this, this is everything about this movie is one where it's just like, just take it apart and do it better. And it would be yeah. good. Make, if you want to play a TRPG, if you want to play the Call of Cthulhu TRPG, man just run this movie and take out all the parts that suck <laughs> real problematic shit yeah <laughs> just or fucking critique them like sure again because this is the night this is what you're talking about this is the early 90s in this not that like fuck it i know specifically with trans stuff is very bad still very bad um but like if this was ma- i i would believe this movie more if it like you said was just made directly in the 40s. Yeah. I would go, "Oh, I see why that stuff's there." Exactly. I have no idea why they would leave that it like it's not yeah, even like they're try. pointing it out or like cuz again, if you have it there and you're critiquing something or trying to do something with like that, I could see more, but like you're not. You're just this having feels, it there as like a joke. Yeah, this feels like a classic 90s writers room full of like 30 to 60 year old white dudes. Yeah. It's just like, yep, that's what you got in these movies. That's what happened. It sucked. Yeah. This movie's um, not that good. Exactly. It doesn't, the, the, that's the thing about it is there is some, there are some bright, funny spots. Like there are, like, I mean, the gargoyle is always good. Gargoyle's there are hilarious. legit, gre- there's the good joke about um, gremlins uh, from World War II, because that was a whole thing about, um, I don't, I don't know the specifics of it, but that was about, it, it's a similar thing to the Twilight Zone episode mm. with the, the William Shatner one, mm. there was an idea that certain malfunctions were attributed to yeah, that's gremlins. What exactly. Are. Yeah. They bring them up here as a literal thing yeah. that are brought over from the war in the Pacific. They got brought back by France. Yeah. He's, <laughs> like dude's working on his car and Lovecraft is like, it sounds like the choke is messed up. And the guy goes, no, it's not. It's and then he opens up the, just, the hood and there's just a bunch of gremlins. <laughs> Um, one just shows its whole ass at him yeah we have a there's an extended like man hunting a gremlin scene it's like the scene with the fucking fly in toys where the guy shoots his foot off wow you know just what a great reference and yes yeah one of these scenes where it's just like okay uh why did we just gonna watch this dude be really mad with a gun hunting an annoying little pest I guess it's what it's what I always love about it's what I I don't love, but it's just I always find it funny when I notice them is like this, for example, has it as well in that it has two uh, song numbers in it. Yeah, that are like they're fine and not bad at all. They're fine. I've no totally. qualms with them, but they're in there to do the runtime. Like they're they're in there for more. 
and again Run also time, to just to just be like it's noir exactly there's, there's yeah, a yeah, femme yeah. fatale singing a beautiful song but having a jazz club. having those and having that gremlin sequence yes. is so funny to me because it's like you are you're you are hurtling towards 90 minutes and you are you can't get there like totally. you are trying your hardest to get to an hour and a half the basic <laughs> requirement for a movie like yeah absolutely <laughs> let's throw this and let's throw a bit in here let's do this let's that. i'm pretty sure that's why half of those death scenes take as long as they do is because they're just like fuck we we're at 85 minutes we gotta get there <laughs> well it's also it's really it's the double-edged sword of 90s movies in general mm-hmm. is that they always feel like they're just kind of throwing in the kitchen sink and also just dragging stuff out because they're like this part this is really good this bit where we have this dirty <laughs> landlord hunting a gremlin is so fucking funny <laughs> and people are going to love it. So let's let's really do it. Let's really milk it. Let's, let's really go for it. <laughs> no, dude. Please don't. There is Move a, on. There's a great moment where Lily is in the hotel room with Lovecraft revealing the end of the plot. The gargoyle busts in and is fighting them. A Lovecraft shoots it a bunch and it just crosses its arm and it does the foot tapping like thing, <laughs> which is pretty funny. It's funny, but also Lily gets thrown onto a chair and then the gargoyle <laughs> just runs up and punches all the way through her so hard like and so paper. easily, like tissue paper, like nothing, just <laughs> instant death for this woman. <laughs> Just so brutal. And then we turn back and continue the movie as if fundamentally nothing has happened. Exactly. It was great. Unbelievable. The deaths are pretty good. So yeah. Oh yeah. I would give all the deaths were are good. But put this movie on at double and then get on your phone and watch any of the parts that (laughs) I don't know. Don't watch it. Don't I honestly I'm leading towards it's weird because I I, I didn't have a bad time. Yeah. But I also kind of do want to give it I think it's it's definitely nauseous. I think so, yeah. Point. Which is weird, considering that we didn't have a bad time. But it's so, like... I think the negatives are just enough to push it there, and the positives aren't exactly. positive enough to keep it at a smiley. I think, understand that it is a film noir, like homage to film noir yeah with magic in it which is all really cool exactly don't watch it though but don't watch it you don't need to watch exactly. it yeah ask your friends to run a TCRPG campaign and exactly better time um also just go watch any other film noir that too just anything yeah. else you'll get a better time <laughs> or just watch Constantine that that's the real thing welcome back go watch Constantine full circle we stand Constantine or like uh any of the magic episodes of Batman the Animated Series, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> the one, I think it's a Justice League, technically, the one where we, where he has to, I think it's like Cassandra or something has a hold on him, and he has to sing uh, When I'm Blue. Yes. And it's like, yes, the best thing I've ever that seen. That one is great. Life. That's incredible. Yes. Uh, yeah, there's so many good, there's so, just watch Batman the Animated Series. watch Batman. <laughs> watch Batman the Animated Series and find some Justice League episodes that also have Batman involved in your yep. own set. Anyway. That was this episode. And now it's over. Now, now it's over. Devin, thank you so much for being on. You're welcome. Um, Sorry, listeners. It's, they know what it is.
Christmas. Sorry, listeners, for bringing you this bad movie that looks like it could be really that's, fun. That's why we're here. That's why we're here. Is to bring up stuff and go, hey. Not you're, this one. You're scouring around. Well, to also say no. To say, like, yeah. ooh, we didn't. No, that's what I'm saying is we're here to tell you, yeah, give this mm. one a pass. Ooh, yeah, exactly. Um, want to say thank you to John from Eyes of Astoria for our theme song, Deadwalk, and for Melanie for running our Instagram. You can find uh, them as well as Devin and any other guests by going, uh, which episodes they're on, by going to the podcast people section of thebloodystream.com. I also want to say thank you to our sister podcast, Downtime with John and Emily, the how-to podcast by siblings who don't know anything. You can find them on getdowny.com or on social media at DowneySiblings, D-O-W-N-E-Y, siblings as in brother and sister. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram at BloodyStreamPod, and we'll talk to you same bloody time, same bloody channel. And once again, I just want to plug Taco Bell, sponsor us, <laughs> Black Bean Crunchwrap, Cheesy Bean and Rice Burrito, goodbye. <laughs>